What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the So What Now podcast, courtesy of me and Vic Ocean, your boy Vega coming in. So we have a very, very special guest, our first guest for the show, Tony. What's up? How you, how you doing, Vega? Thanks for having me. Tony is well known by Vic here. He went to school with him four years. Tony, how do you feel graduating? Dude, it's surreal. I don't know how it is. Leaving Vic was probably the hardest thing, man. <laughs> boy. <laughs> yes, sir. In our last episode, I was talking about how we got emotional. You know, the boys weren't buzzing. We were in our feelings, like Drake said. Oh, Vic was upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, Tony, what's um, what you get your degree in, man? And what, what, what you what you looking forward to in the future? And I got my degree in um, business management. I've been really looking in, going into the real estate, real estate side of things, um, commercial, commercial real estate. Honestly, looking into some triple net leases, figuring out if I can develop some properties. Who knows? That's really good, man. So, really, for like other individuals, they re- they don't really know what like real estate entails. What's like the hardest or like more difficult side of real estate? It's kind of getting in. Getting in and getting your feet wet. Um, if you can get someone to take you under your belt, man, you should probably take it. That's what I'm looking for right now. Um, I have a connection in New Hampshire, but I live in Rhode Island, so it's kind of far away. So see what the future entails. Absolutely. So now do you plan on staying around the New England area? or? Yeah, that's my plan for right now. You know, Take it day by day, see what happens. Absolutely. So are you a big Rhode Island guy? Do you like it? Do you like the area? I like it. Sometimes, you know. I've <laughs> got that feeling about home, though, so. There's really nothing better about the summer. We got summertime coming up, but it looks like another cold day in New England. It's about, like, oh, yeah. low 40s. Oh, yeah. You know, rainy, cold. But you know, your boy's going to the Sox game tonight, so. What? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> you didn't you tell your boy you're going to Sox? I just found out. Just found out. Got free tickets, so all I got to do is drive. So, All right, big baller. Yeah, right. Awesome, Tony. For all you guys who aren't Sox fans who are listening to this, um, I'm sorry for you. I feel very, very sorry for you. But we're oh. nah, It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Red Sox went to all the right, I'm house. Sox no? fan. I'm going to go over there and root for the other team. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Tony's a Yanks fan, you know. We should just hang up on him. So, now, uh, that's I'm interesting, Tony. Um, I'm thinking about where the Yankees at. <laughs> that's interesting, Tony, because um, I actually have a lot of friends who are from Connecticut that go to Merrimack. And they're, they're either on the Red Sox side or the Yankees side. So, that's pretty interesting. Like, Did you have family members that were Yankees fans? Or what's the yeah. deal with that? My uh, grandfather's from New York, so I always just grew up, like, at his house. He'd always have the Yankees games on, so that's how I started watching Yankees. That's awesome, man. Um, I respect that because my grandfather's actually a diehard Yankees fan, but it's funny because when my father moved to the States, he became a diehard Sox fan. He was really yeah. never a Yankees fan. He, you know, he just liked baseball to watch it. He's just a fan of it, but then he fell in love with the Red Sox and whatnot, but I'm just saying, go Boston. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm actually going to the Red Sox game tomorrow night with a couple of my buddies. Um, yeah, I might bet on that game. 
Yeah, the Rockies, Red Sox, man. Ain't nothing bad. Yo, Tony, would you like to talk about your um, what you won last night? I well, I didn't win actually. Or what you're gonna win? Fucked me over last night, so you know, lost lost my ten bucks. But last night I bet on a parlay, fourteen parlay, was um, the Athletics beat the Mariners, and they fucked me over. It was the first game. They were up three to one in the bottom of the eight. Let up a three run home run to lose the game. So. It's a real stressful night, but um, my other teams were I've got the Bruins by two, Warriors to win, and the Yankees to actually lose. You got me on that. The Yan- I I think the Yankees are gonna lose today. So we'll see what happens with my rest of my bets. So that's actually funny, uh Tony, um, that you um you bet against your own team, but that's just the nature of betting and uh yeah, you know really are you are you heavy on betting? You know, I I've been known to dabble in the casino. <laughs> so, what's your favorite? What's your favorite? Um, I would guess a region of the casino. What? What? Where do you? Where are oh, you I most famous, buddy? What was that? Table games. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you know. Are you a blackjack guy? He counts cards. No, I don't count cards. <laughs> no, I don't. I like blackjack. Um, I've been playing a lot of roulette lately, and now um, the casino near my house, Twin River, they just um, got a sports book there, so we've been going there a lot. Interesting. Um, I've actually never been to Twin Rivers. I've been to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, and I really like the casino atmosphere. Um, 25 minutes away, they're opening up a new one north of Boston, right near Boston, actually, in the hub in Everett. So me and Victor will definitely be checking that out. Oh, let me know. I'll I'll shoot up there. I need putting a hundred on Black. <laughs> need a player's card, Tony. So tell me, um, what was your favorite 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 moment of college? And there's probably numerous, but just tell me a little bit about oh, favorite moments. My favorite. Yeah, you moment go. You're gonna get us all like, emotional, <laughs> all emotional again. My favorite moment was probably like freshman year. Maybe freshman or sophomore, I can't remember. But me, me, Vic, and our friend Ryan were coming back from this party. And I it, remember. And it was, it was probably like 10 degrees outside. And we all just decided to take our shirts off and run all the way across campus. It's, it was freezing bad, but it was, it was a funny time. That's awesome, man. I love to hear it. You got to love to hear it. In our past episode, we kind of talked about a little bit of our college experience and whatnot and kind of what college really entails. And you don't really have to go to college to become successful. You can always pick a different path, um, especially when you're in college, you can change majors. And, you know, Tony, tell me a little bit about, um, you know, just overall, what'd you think about your college experience? Honestly, um, I got mixed feelings about my college experience. School-wise, I feel like it's important to, like, learn the basics. But when you get in the job field, especially in real estate, even in business, um, they're going to probably train you the way they, you want, they want you trained anyway. So it's kind of like it's a scam, but you need that piece of paper. So you got to do it. Yeah, and it always really just comes down to really who you know because you mentioned – you knew a connection out in New oh, Hampshire, yeah. but you live in Rhode Island. Now it's time to get a connection, you know, probably in Rhode Island or just the general area. 
Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. It's always about networking and meeting people. That's that's what's going to take you far, especially in any field you go in is network, network, network. Now, Vic and Tony, you guys can both answer this easily. Going to school in the mountains is definitely not easy, especially in the winter time, huh? <laughs> no, nah, fine, but you know, my boy Tony out here had to get, you know, a rear wheel drive Jeep, you know, for the last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my smartest decision. <laughs> so I oh, know man. going up there. So many trying to get up into my drive. Going up I there, I remember I visited twice there, and I just always felt like there was an elevated atmosphere going up there. Oh, <laughs> we were definitely elevated. There was definitely that <laughs> feeling, and um. Tell me, like, what was the best thing to do in Plymouth in the winter time, and what was the best thing to do in the summertime towards like the spring? Um, well, the best thing to do in the spring was probably to like starting to get nice, go drive around, the windows open, you know, just taking in the sun, and then especially during the day, it was always darties going on, so you can always go get drunk, do whatever, be a good time. Vic, how'd you feel about the winter? You feel me, your boy. You know, I like it tropical, you know. That's how they call me Vic Ocean. <laughs> oh, you know, I like he it likes tropical. it tropical. I come into the house sometimes. Thermostat would be at 8. You know, sometimes it gets a little nippy out there. But, you know, the cold New Hampshire winters, you know. I went skiing a few times, you feel me? You know, going down <laughs> them, bu- them bunny slopes, yo. It's real deal out here. You know, I never thought. Vic, why don't you tell him what you did after the bunny slope? Because that's all. You oh, you know, the best part, you know, after you turn 21 and you hit up, a, you know, some mountains, you got to go drink a beer. You know, and I got my first beer after I was 21. Now, is there a special day that you guys have up in Plymouth? Oh, yeah, it's called ski day. So the yeah. school cancels all classes on that day. They rent up. Um, um, a mountain is usually Waterville Valley up in uh, Waterville, and we just ski for free. It's a good time. It's a great time. Everyone gets drunk. You see your teachers there. You see faculty there. You see everyone there. Everyone just goes to the mountain. So it's literally time. a day off from school. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you guys at Merrimack get President's Day off. It's usually the Wednesday before President's Day. Wow. You get that day off. Those are some cold winters up there, man. I wouldn't it's cold winter everywhere in New England, but I'm just saying up in up in the north it's just a new it's just a new medium, man, up there. You're always in the negatives. I feel like uh, you don't realize you don't realize how much it snows, so you're up there and it snows every day. A lot of school cancellations in your time, huh? Oh, I've had my fair share. Man, um, now that we're actually in summer mode, what do you guys like to do really in the summer? Especially you, Tony. I don't really know the Rhode Island area. What do you like to do in the summertime? Honestly, um, I live right next to Brown University, so we always we're always going there, walking, walking their main street, getting food, doing whatever. And during the day, man, beach is only like thirty minutes away. We always go to the beach, go fishing. Stuff like that, man. But I'm on the water, so it's like 
it's always nice. We, always, we can just go watch like sunsets on the beach and shit like that. Now, typically, um, especially the Cape. I know I just interrupted Vic right there, but Vic has been to the Cape. How many times have you been to the Cape, Vic? A handful of times. A handful of times. I've never been out there. How is it really out there? I'm pretty sure you've been out there, Tony. Yeah, so I only live an hour from the Cape. Um, Cape the Cape's a quick drive. Um, the Cape's really nice, but um, it's, it's, the deeper you go into the Cape in the summertime, you're going to hit traffic on traffic on traffic. It's honestly, it's terrible. It's the worst drive, but it's really pretty and all. That's like all, all the tourists go. The Cape's very popular, especially in the summer. Yeah, actually. And if you want a good, if you want a good donut yep. place, you go to Hole Amen. in One Donuts. You go to Hole in One Donuts. Best donuts on the Cape. Yep, one of our close friends. Uh, yep, Sid Watt. Sid Watt. That's awesome. Vic, tell us a little bit about your experience in the Cape. Uh, well, one time I went to the Cape, it was raining, and there was like 20-foot waves. And we drove like four hours to get there. But, you know, got a lobster roll. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Big fans of seafood out here, huh? Speaking of the cake, though, our roommate, Pat, he's from Sandwich, and the boys are going to be buzzing this Memorial weekend. So we'll see what happens. Snapchat's going to be crazy. We're having a little get-together down there, so that'll be fun. Nice nice time to see everyone. Now, that's, that's really awesome that you guys stay in contact like that, and really not a lot of individuals really like to do it. And I think you make some of, like, your best friends in college. It's pretty cool. And then you really just stick with that handful that you really have back home to yourself. Okay, now it's time to move on. And really, I know Vic just mentioned Snapchat. What do you guys think is like the future of social media? Honestly, it's probably just going to be Instagram still. Keep... Everyone's going to be posting that pictures. People are going to start getting married, have kids, get new jobs. It's really going to be... <laughs> It's going to be interesting to see where everyone goes. Yeah. I still think in 10 years, Facebook and Instagram are still going to be two of the most popular social media apps. Well, it's so many generations now. Little kids have Instagram. Like, it'll be around for a while. It's pretty crazy because I knew like 10, 11 years ago when my brothers were going through high school, all they really had was MySpace and Facebook. They didn't have anything on the phone. They didn't have a touchscreen phone. I mean, like, it's just interesting how they're making more and more of these phones so high tech, more memory, and just that's going to be the demand for the future of kids. It's not even playing with toys anymore. It's just going on social media apps. and Oh, yeah. Fortnite. Fortnite. Big Fortnite for the kids. Yeah, that's another thing. Video games, huh? Free video games, especially. All I remember when I was a kid is I had a flip phone. I couldn't go on the internet, and I had a certain amount of texts I could send a month. Man, I remember that. Yep, because I'd get mad. My mom would get mad when I'd pass my text message. Message. Oh yeah, my dad would freak. I had I had the phone that flipped open. I had a keyboard in it. Oh man, it. Who would have known, dude? I know iPhones. But honestly, do you guys think that phones are still going to be a thing? Because like phones just keep getting thinner and smaller and like i don't know it's Unless pretty crazy. i guess it's great that it's like art watches and stuff like that 
Yeah. Yeah, that's that's huge right now. Just everything is on your wrist. And have you guys seen the whole group yeah. glass yet? It looks yeah. right on your yeah. eyes. And so yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. Actually, you guys remember that episode on Black Mirror where they put like the eye contact in and you can it records everything? Yeah. Yeah, I never watched I feel like that that's the future. That sounds pretty lit. Yeah, I feel like that's the future. So yeah. Tony, um, do you have any regrets from your college experience? My biggest regret would probably be not studying abroad when I was an underclassman. I feel like that's a really good opportunity for people to go see the world and, like, kind of experience different cultures. And, like, I didn't get to experience that. That's probably my biggest regret. Yeah, of course. And that's really amazing because you can really study anywhere. Literally anywhere you could think about going, you can go. Yeah. Um, One of my... One of my buddies studied in Prague for a semester. I know other people that went to Costa Rica, different places, Spain, Eng- England, Ireland, all around. Yeah, you you get to experience a whole new set of cultures and people. And I think yeah. that's an interesting part because you can really um, build that skill. That's another skill you can add to your life as you go on and work, you know, cultural competence. You know, just being aware and culturally woke, especially. And then realizing that, you know, just staying in America isn't like what it is. Going out and exploring the world is probably the best case scenario for basically anyone. I can't wait to do it. Yeah, that's that's the only good thing about graduating is that now hopefully we'll be able to have the funds to, you know, travel frequently and see different things which hopefully the boys can do oh yeah definitely you guys can always come to my house in azores thanks and now where is that tony um so it's about like 1500 miles to the east in the atlantic ocean um it's part of portugal there are little tiny islands that got formed by volcanoes and it's very like um uh it's all like farms and stuff. They're like not very tech savvy. Like technology isn't like a, it's not advanced there. The airport is really sketchy to fly into actually. It's like one side's the water and the other side's the mountain. And so if the pilot fucks up, you're dead. No. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's scary. It's pretty, actually. And, and it's a short runway. So it's, it's fun. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So when you think about it and you're traveling to all these little destinations such as like, you know, even like Fiji or like those Asian islands right below Japan, those are all so small, you know. And when you think about it, like that's where all these people are taking all these major photos, Um, just those little low key spots that probably no one will ever find but yourself. And you're just at peace. I mean, if you're someone who doesn't really like the city. Is more of like a towny type of countryside guy or likes the ocean. That's perfect for you. I don't know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Especially, I want. I haven't gone anywhere in Asia yet. I've been trying to go for a long time, but the flights are really expensive, and I haven't come to terms with being on a plane for over a day. So that's uh, that's another thing when you're traveling. Yeah, it's a lot of mental aspects. What do you think about that, Vic? I don't know. The longest flight I've ever been on four hours, and that was to the DR. Jeez. So I don't know if I could do, like, 18 hours. 
my longest was um when actually when I went to Portugal that was uh, about seven and a half. That yeah, was- I'm on the same boat as Vic. Three hours. It was three hour flight and nice. <laughs> you don't realize how long you're on the plane until you you finish your second movie and the plane's still going. Yeah, that's nuts, man. Especially like imagine flying out to California. That's pretty lengthy, man. It's like yeah. five hours. Yeah, it's about how long it takes to um get to actually today's doors is like five hours. That's absolutely nuts, man. And yeah. like flight delays. Did you ever like get like? nervous about that especially when a plane is actually shaking up in the air (laughs) um so the most nervous i ever was was when i was 16 i was going to visit my grandparents in portugal and i was going by myself so like i was in the airport by myself it was like 11 o'clock at night and the plane my plane was supposed to leave at 11 and it didn't end up leaving a one and i was like wow i have no way of telling my grandparents like I'm not gonna be. I'm like. I'm not gonna be at the airport at a certain time or whatever. But they ended up figuring it out, and I was just nervous about that, not getting picked up. Oh yeah. yeah. When I was coming back from spring break, we had some serious turbulence. You know, the pilot couldn't even land on the first try. We were up in the air for like 15 minutes until they could actually do it. That I don't know. Planes. That's that's some serious technology right there. Oh yeah. They're only going to get better, too. Now, those are just flat-out scary uh, moments in your life. Like, um, I remember there was one time where, like, um, I like to cliff jump a lot, especially into waters. And there was one time where it was weird. I felt like, I don't know, I wasn't going to land or, like, I don't know. It's just that weird feeling you get in your head. Yep. That um, it's just that fear, you know. You guys can attest to that. There's many moments in your life where you just fear anything. It just could just come out of nowhere. It's weird. It's an unexplainable uh, feeling. I had one of those first semester. I had to drive my jeep from New Hampshire all the way to Rhode Island, and I had no brakes. <laughs> oh, that's just crazy <laughs> in traffic, mind. Like Vega, when I tell you I had no brakes, I had no brakes. That's scary, ask man. Ask Vic. Ask Vic. Yep. Yeah, no brakes. No brake fluid, no calipers, no nothing. Now, the first accident I ever got into my life, funny thing is, I my brakes failed on me. I was coming down, and I hit a set of lights, and the guy wasn't stopping. Neither was my car. So I was like, damn, my car is not stopping. So there was actually, my first intention was to pull the e-brake. That's probably the worst situation. I should have just saw if someone was coming to my left, looked at my rearview mirror, but you just don't have enough time to be doing that and reacting like that. You know what I mean? What's like decisions? Yeah, like people say all these things. I would do this in this situation, but you really don't know what you're going to do until the situation actually hits. Yeah, definitely. I got an accident um, that freshman year. I was actually going to my girlfriend's house. And um, I just rear-ended this car, slammed on my brakes. I probably should have just, like, swerved around them. But, like, split-second decision, I just slammed on my brakes and ate this dude's bumper. It was um, it was, it was bad. That's how it'd be, sad. <laughs> Not all of us can get lucky enough to get hit by a plow truck and get big checks. 
Oh, shut up, kid. <laughs> that must have been scary, huh? Just seeing that in the morning, Vic? Nah, I saw it, like, the day <laughs> So you actually saw it happen? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's messed up, man. Especially those types of individuals who just crash like that. They try to get away with it. Like, just run away. So annoying. Oh, yeah. I know about that. I got my Jeep hit in my parking lot twice. And the bell would fest up to it. <laughs> yeah, that's so messed up, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> those people, man. Man up. Man up to your duties. Oh, yeah, man. I'm probably <laughs> everything. <laughs> You did it. The they love look at they you. That's a hit run. If you did it, they're coming for you. Yeah, man. Those are scary situations as well. Imagine just getting rammed into, and then the <laughs> other person is just goes, phew, like they just bounce, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's so messed up. Oh, it's so messed up. But that's how people be. That's like that's the way it is. Yeah. That's I was talking to my uh, my brother the other day, and we were just we brought up about like games for some reason. I, and how they were beforehand. And games are just so much more simple. You know, now we have more complex games that just release. I barely even touch my Xbox. You know, like the only game I really seriously played in the last like three years was Gears of War and Fortnite. Even Fortnite now, it's way different than what. Yeah, Fortnite was probably one of the most complex games I've ever played. But it only got more complex. Yeah, it only got more complex. And all this building. Like I remember I couldn't I even know. really build. I would just shoot people. Kind of simple. Yeah. Yeah, those are simple. Now people shoot bothers me. <laughs> be like, I can just kill this person. Why am I going to build? But now, now if you don't do that, you're dead. Yeah. It just, it becomes like another barrier. To like, if you're basically weak, I always thought the concept was cool. I just thought that you know it just made everyone be able to build, even if they didn't know how to build. You could spam, and you still can get away with it. You know, that's that was that big thing with the turbo building that they came out with. Yeah, and then that really just brought a whole new element to the game where you literally are not shooting anymore. You're just building to see if you can actually get a shot on someone. Yeah, or trying to build around someone. It's scary. But did you guys hear about, like, the workers at Epic Games on how much they actually work on this damn game? Like, some people don't even go home and sleep. I imagine it's crazy hours. They come come out with updates every single week. And it doesn't even help the game. Like, I feel like this game is still the same. My game's been having real problems with rendering buildings. Like, (laughs) the houses are rendered in. I feel like like our other roommate, Gavin, he always had that problem. I never used to have that problem. I come home, now I have that problem. Yeah, man, it's interesting because those people actually dedicate their lives to, like, making this damn video game better. And especially because it's online, there's always going to be server problems. So, oh, yeah. And that's what I like about Apex. It's just so simple. They don't update it. I never have server problems. Nothing. Yeah, man. It's really, really simple. Um, I've never tried Apex. Dude, wow, Vic. Crossplay. If they had crossplay, you definitely would have tried it with me. Yeah. Yeah, Vic. Um, remember the times of like Gears of War 2 where you had to hop in a matchmaking thing? You were just waiting there for like 15 minutes to try to find a match? 
Oh, that's I like Halo that. Three. Yesterday. Yeah, that was another game that's wild. Oh, Halo Three, man. You know what makes me sad about Halo what? Three? Some of the boys forgot about custom. Oh games. yeah, the queer. You guys queer, remember queer? like zombies? What was that? the queer? Yep. <laughs> nah, I don't think I played that one. <laughs> not like zombies. Yeah, no, those are really, really cool, like, ideas. It made you, like, this is, like, the first game where it was multiplayer, and it made you make, like, creative ideas to try to come up with new game types. I feel like that's the way Fortnite's going to go now, to be honest, especially with that creative mode. Yeah. There's definitely going to be new game types in there and everything. That definitely came from Halo, man. I don't care what anyone says. That came from Halo. Custom games have, like, changed the whole format. And think about it. That game came out like in 2007. Yeah, it was and like, that game was so ahead of its time. Like there are so many games where like it was just it shouldn't have been released in that moment in time. Definitely not. We were still playing Call of Duty Four, the first mall. Yeah, that's another crazy one, man. Or MW Two, where like Woo! that was the first game where people actually hacked lobbies on the regular. Yeah, I I remember being oh. in some hacked lobbies. Getting into those were stupid hard. Yeah. Hey, it only happened a handful of times, but, man, when I was in them, they were sick. Hey, I, w- I got that love hey, prestige. One game I hopped into, I don't know. I didn't pay for it, nothing. I left the game, and I prestiged all the way. I was done. Oh, yeah. I had the blank prestige. Big ball. Yeah. I never, um, I'm never the type to brag about um, how I am in a video game. I just kind of, like, let – my gameplay do like the talking but man me and vic have to brag about rainbow six vegas too we would beat oh people my. 2v5 2v6 sometimes and it was just so funny like our we literally came up with the perfect plan every single game in order to beat these guys yeah there's some games that it was just like nowhere everyone's gonna be yeah, and the game type we played was really hard to dominate. It was basically domination. Uh, yep. but it was called Qu- Conquest in, um, in Rainbow Six Vegas 2, and it was played on Villa. And it was just like this map where it had two floors, and one, like, basically flag point was all the way up top, basically near, like, the spawn of, like, the second floor. One was in the middle, and one was near our spawn. And me and Vic always just had this plan. C4, the first one kill whoever is trying to capture that and we would get it through the window every single time it was just non-stop and then me and him would just go and capture b because they thought wow they're gonna go after c now but we would just capture the middle one and we would just kill everyone off like it was crazy man i don't know yeah there would be like armor in the game and me and vega we wouldn't wear any armor i'd have my m11 me and my m11 and we would just kill oh it was crazy. Maybe like 2v5. I don't know, man. And then you think about yourself and you say, wow, n- another video game won't top this. Like, I hadn't had that much fun in a game since, like, the seventh or eighth grade, to be honest. Man, I remember being in, a, being in the lobbies in Modern Warfare 2, and those used to be brutal. Because <laughs> like, people used to spawn no, trap, there's man. There's no way these kids with safe spaces could ever handle those lobbies. Oh, hell no. No way in hell. Yeah, the amount of smack talking in that game, man. 
was actually like friendships were being broken in that game, man. Oh, I, <laughs> I remember breaking some, you know. Got to settle it 1v1 on Rust. Yeah, man. Always. And now that was such a classic map, and the Modern Warfare 1 equivalent was the shipment, and that one was, if you think about it, that one was really unfair. There was really, like, it was just four corners. At least Rust had, like, some type of infrastructure in the middle that, like, divided everyone. Oh, yeah. Shipment was just a bunch of cargo boxes everywhere, and you you turned a corner, you were getting shot at. Oh, yeah, especially if someone glitched and got on top of that building. Man, it was over. <laughs> yeah, it was basically curtains for anybody, man. I don't know. Video games, I don't know. It's just probably our generation, and we see how video games are, and I just don't think that nothing will top that that level of just, like, having fun. Oh, I'm still waiting for Modern Warfare 2 to be remastered, man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you see how, how we're playing older games now these days, though, too? Yeah. Be- like that nostalgia feeling. Yeah, definitely. It's like when we were kids again. Yeah, it just brings back those happy times, you know? Especially me and Vic used to play on this PC occasionally. He would play more than me. And talk to him, Vic. Talk to him about Counter-Strike. <laughs> uh, your boy used to be a nerd. I'd have my little <laughs> headphone on, playing on my computer, playing Counter-Strike, man, with all these European people. Honestly, though, I, I actually preferred PC games. I'd be playing Counter-Strike. Um, World, World of Warcraft. Warcraft. There it is, yeah. Um, oh, what's the other one? EverQuest. EverQuest. Yeah. Another one though too. RuneScape. <laughs> RuneScape. No, there's RuneScape. another one that's bigger. It was another one that was bigger. Dungeons and Dragons, probably. No, nope. um, League of Legends. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. LOL. Yeah. Damn, oh, that's yeah. still. LOL. That's what's crazy thing. about that. LOL has the fucking. Uh, com- what is it? All, like they're major league gaming? They're in yeah, esports. In college, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy, man. There's money in esports. Aren't they like the first to actually like consider themselves professional gaming? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I know they were the first collegiate esport. <laughs> the Big Ten. The Big Ten was like all over that. I saw that all over everything. Vic, talk to them about WoW, man. Our years of grinding on that shit, man. Man, yo, my wild times were a dark time in my life. <laughs> I literally, literally one summer, I stayed in my room all summer leveling up my fucking mage. That's all I did was level up my mage. And we had, we had the little small mage, man. We had the, we had the gnomes. Yep, the lone gnomes. That shit was wild, though, man. Those 100-player matches, yo. All this magic bullshit. All nerds, man. Good vibes, though. It was a fun game, man. Yeah. I wish I could go back to it. I just wish I had the time to go back to it because you need to dedicate a lot of time to that damn game, man. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. Too much time. That's why I had to stop playing. But that's, that's the problem with games nowadays. Like, Fortnite, you can't just pick it up and be good at it. Like, you know... There's a lot of games where there's a learning curve and a skill gap, man. It's just, it's crazy. Even with Fortnite, you take a couple of days off, you feel rusty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't played in about two months. And the last time I played, actually, was right before Vic was going to go to Florida. And we were playing in my living room. 
and we were getting smacked, bro. <laughs> like it was bad. Yeah, I can't play video games no more. Although one thing I can go back to always and always again, and it just takes me about like five or six games to get in back into it, and that's Gears of War. That will always be a favorite of mine. Always, still waiting for Gears Five. Tony, I wish you had an Xbox. You'd be hopping on with us. Oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> I do have, my dad does have an Xbox, though. I could play. Could play. Yeah, man. You got to convert to the to the dark side really, very soon, man. Oh, yeah. Definitely. PS5 is coming out, so. PS5, man. Is that the new next-gen console? Yeah, that is. The yeah. first one, too, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how um, how I'm gonna feel about this whole next gen console thing, man. I just feel like every single game is gonna take years to download. Definitely, definitely. Because of the amount of resolution now, there. I mean, there were like four or five Xboxes to come out within like the last four years. So oh, I mean, crazy. It just comes gets to a point where like resolution is always gonna get better. Yeah, at, at at some point, it's gonna feel like we're actually in the damn TV. Yeah, it's gonna just, especially with these new TVs that are coming out, they just keep getting better and better. Especially Sony 4K, man. Those yeah. those TVs, man, are just uh, so sick. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Why not? Talk about that, Vega. Because I had my TV for four years at college. This thing was crispy for video games. And I come home and it shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm that, sorry to laugh at that, but that's that crazy. It was crispy. Ask Vic how nice it looked. Oh, it was like, wicked nice. I was jealous. I'm a broke boy. I couldn't buy a new TV. I would have stole that myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Sometimes I just think to myself, what is, what's next? I don't know. What's next in life for, especially technically. What's next is is taking my security deposit back from my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they just charge us for stupid shit. They charge us for our our oven not being clean. Yeah, that gets a little ridiculous, man, when schools do that. Not being clean. Yeah, one one drawer. It was our silverware drawer. It was not clean. And they charged us fifteen bucks. They charged Kevin thirty dollars for blinds. Me too. Me too. You too. Me too. That's stupid. Hey, but that's fine. At least I'm getting two sixty back, and not, instead of having to give them another three hundred. That's, that's crazy, man. Like, I mean, I never lived at college, so I'm pretty sure those expenses were pretty crazy throughout those four years, huh? Oh, yeah. Me and Vic got charged for some um, burn holes in our rug last year. That was uh, not fun. Really? Oh, yeah. How much do you guys have to pay for that? Uh, we paid $500 for new rugs, and then they put in different floors anyway. What? Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you guys move into the same exact house? No. Well, downstairs. We knew the person that was in, in the old apartment. Wow. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, they're scheming, but that's how they make the money. Yep. And it was because of hookah. <laughs> that's how the world goes around, man. Just money, 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 especially nowadays. Everyone's just greedy, man. Greedy for that money. 
Hey, I'm gonna start being greedy for my money. <laughs> I mean, there's a time and place for everything. Got, though, if you think about it, I'm gonna got pay that shit. Yeah, yeah. No, I got you. My life. I got you. I got you. Well, once again, Tony, thank you for coming on to the podcast. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Yes, sir. We're gonna have you on soon again, man. I look forward to it. You're the first guest, but definitely not the last. I like All right. Uh, thanks for having me, boys. Thanks for being here, man. Thank you all for listening. And that's a wrap from your boy Vega. Tell your, boy, your boy Vic Ocean. Take it easy, and we'll see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.